0: Welcome to Heckam World Weekly, the nation's only weekly podcast for the reverse mortgage professional. This week, we have a real treat. Today, we're featuring part one of our exclusive interview with Karen Hill. She spent over seven years with the Department of Housing and Urban Development. She worked on the Heckam and other programs. In 2013, she began serving as a senior policy advisor until her retirement in December 2017. We discussed her new role in what is formerly known as the Funding Longevity Task Force, the bumpy road that HUD has traveled in managing the HECAM program's risks, and her take on recent reforms. Today, Karen is speaking as a private citizen, having retired from the Department of Housing and Urban Development, but as always, we appreciate her perspective. Karen, thank you so much for joining us today. We had a chance to chat in Huntington Beach during the Normla Western Regional Meeting. And we talked for quite a bit, but I thought it would be great for our listening audience to hear directly from you. Welcome.
1: Well, thank you. I look forward to the uh, discussion we're going to have.
0: Well, to begin, we recently saw the news that you had joined the Academy of Home Equity and Financial Planning, formerly known as the Funding Longevity Task Force. What do you anticipate you'll be doing in this group?
1: Well, my role would be to um, share, I think, as we're doing today, um, information from my experience working with the Heckam program, and I certainly have, even since uh, retiring, become more interested in sort of the whole uh, view of dealing with seniors and helping seniors. Uh, Frankly, having just gone through that process myself of retiring, I have a lot more questions and a lot more things, um, you know, that I think are important to uh, work with seniors on. And this uh, relationship with the University of Illinois really includes a very broad group of people that have various experience um, with the seniors, with HECAM, you know, with things that we need to know, you know, as we go through retirement. The main thing, probably, I would say, or one of the most important things is the ability to access equity in your home, as that is usually the key to being able to have a somewhat manageable retirement.
0: FHA Commissioner Bryant Montgomery has mentioned looking to the potential risks in the HECM program on the back end of the loan. One of those could be the assignment of the loan to HUD when they take responsibility for servicing. And I know, again, you're speaking as a private citizen since you no longer work for the agency, but what are your thoughts?
1: So HUD has implemented many policies through mortgagee letters in the final rule that was published in 2018 over the last several years, um, and that, that have clarified and strengthened loan servicing and claims processes for industry services as well as HUD. But as noted in Brian Montgomery's co- uh, comments and the recent Urban Institution, uh, Institute publication, there's still continued significant risk in the back end of the loan process. So the the recommendation to allow existing servicers to retain servicing for the rest of the life of the loan, similar to the process with forward mortgages, has been suggested before. Um, It is believed that enabling this policy would ensure that experienced servicers who have worked with borrowers during the life of their loan would be positive for the borrower and for HUD and would result in reduced losses. So other items that have been discussed in brainstorming sessions include developing a securitization program for problem loans and also to consider whether HUD and HUD slash Jenny May should consider establishing a relationship with the servicers. So there are a variety of ways to approach approach this potential to reduce uh, the back-end loss that we're being uh,
0: concerned about. The last time we met, you had mentioned you had participated in some brainstorming sessions during your tenure at HUD, and some of those were related to risk management. Can you share with us some of those particular ideas that came up in those discussions, and if any of them have been implemented?
1: So I, actually, I'm really pleased that the HECM policy development seems to be increasing. I- Felt that the recommendations and some of the in- things that Brian Montgomery spoke about in his um, presentation with I think that was with your group and so appraisal risk for example and that one has already uh, you know been published I think was a, was excellent um, I think that the PD and group that supports research um, has done a great job and they they frankly they have many many different papers that they have developed and published. And one of those is the one that Brian Montgomery referred to in his meeting uh, with you. Appraisal risk is, is probably one of the biggest things that we have to, to concern ourselves with in terms of the property value. And I think that uh, one of the other things that he said was that in looking at the 2014, 2017 HECM cohorts, that those seem to have a positive economic value today. And I frankly believe that that in particular, that area in particular, was related to the fact that we implemented numerous changes when we did the final rule, And we actually, even before that, with some of the specific policy implementations... Of-
0: Join us next week for part two of our exclusive interview with Karen Hill, when we'll discuss evaluating recent HECM changes and their effectiveness, the Congressional Budget Office's recommendation to eliminate the growth of the HECM's principal limit, are there other risks to the program, and how to better help the HECM borrower who is facing foreclosure or who is already in the process. Don't forget you can subscribe on iTunes and if you're not there already, be sure to go to heckamworld.com for our latest breaking video commentary and analysis.